0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down the threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems and protecting ourselves in a our rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us.
1: This involves multiple Vietnam-based threat actors who share uh, very identical
0: tactics, techniques, and procedures based on what we have seen. That's Deepin Desai. He's Global CISO and Head of Security Research and Operations at Zscaler. The research we're discussing today is titled A Look into Ducktail."
1: They also share same motivation. I mean, their, their goal is to gain access to Social media business accounts, specifically the ones belonging to digital marketeers. Hmm.
0: Well, let's walk through this together. I mean, how would someone find themselves victimized by Ducktail?
1: Yeah. So the malware involved in this case, uh, in this case, Ducktail malware, it basically steals saved session cookies from browsers, uh, and with codes specifically tailored to take over like I said, social media accounts, but uh, they're they're targeting Facebook business accounts. The malware actually spreads (laughs) using LinkedIn. So if you look at it, I mean, all of these uh, vectors that I'm going to describe, these are all legitimate services. So they abuse cloud services to host payload. Think of Dropbox, think of iCloud. Uh, They abuse GitLab to fetch uh, CNC information they abuse LinkedIn for social engineering victims and spread the malware. And then they're ultimately targeting social media business accounts where you should think of Facebook, Google,
0: TikTok. Wow, they're spreading it around. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So someone is out there minding their own business and they find themselves uh, targeted by DuckTale. What's the first thing that DuckTale is going to do?
1: Yeah, so uh, even in the way they're targeting, Dave, unfortunately, again, this is a group which is targeting a lot of the folks that did go through the tech layoffs uh, as well that occurred in 2022, 2023. These are folks that are um, also in the digital market space. So what we saw was, um, in fact, they're also weaponizing the recent popularity of uh, generative AI platforms, uh, apps like ChatGPT and Google Bard AI. Uh, if you look at the, the research team published, uh, there are these fake pages uh, that are being set up, uh, which is lowering victim onto them. Once a victim falls for it, you're coming back to your question, the malware will basically get installed, establish persistence, and the goal over there is primarily to get access to these business accounts um, um, that the victims have access to. And once they get that, they're then again spreading from that point onwards, performing financial scams, um, and then and, and gain financial benefits out of it.
0: And they're starting out here with some social engineering. Is that the first step? The starting point is indeed social engineering.
1: And and it was just fascinating to see how many different things uh um, that these guys are trying to uh, take advantage of, so uh, we we literally saw, hey, maximize your roi with chat Gpd for facebook advertising right? that's that 's one of the pages that they stood up uh, again with the target being Facebook uh, business accounts. The victim sees this fall for it, and right? that 's where that 's one of the way in which they will get them. We saw a similar thing being done for Google Bard, uh, Clickminded,
0: uh, and and few other apps. And ultimately, are, they're putting a, a package on the victim's computer here and, and tricking them to execute it? That is correct.
1: Yeah. So the the malware gets installed on the victim machine. That malware, I mean, landing through these social engineering uh, tactics that I just described. Once a malware is installed, it will establish persistence. It will further steal victims. Uh, information, which will include Facebook, uh, you know, uh, and then it, it, it will also leverage uh, the channel that I described to communicate back with the threat actor, which involves GitLab, which involves so the cloud services where the next stage stuff is hosted.
0: To learn why enterprises choose SixthSense, visit SixthSense.com. What is your sense here in terms of uh, any kind of infrastructure that the ducttail folks may have up and running?
1: I mean, if you think about it, uh, 70 to 80%, uh, or even slightly more, all their infrastructure is using these legitimate service providers. And then this is where uh, our team does collaborate with many of these vendors. When we see activity like this, we do provide TTPs, the intelligence IOCs uh, that we flagged as part of our tracking and coverage activity. So we have two goals. One is obviously to make sure our, Customers that rely on Zscaler are protected against uh, these TTPs, but then at the same time, we do work with these vendors to make sure uh, some of these accounts are taken down and, and, and they will also perform victim notification.
0: You mentioned that, that they seem to be after uh, business Facebook accounts, for example. What What do they want that for? What's the ultimate goal here?
1: The ultimate goal is to perform financial scams um you know transfer money that exists in that business account as well right uh, they they're in it for money right so raiding business and ad accounts they will target like i said facebook tiktok uh these stolen social media business accounts are also then further sold um you know on the underground forums uh, they they make money out of giving access to the the other adversaries as well that are part of that group.
0: It seems to me like they're they're employing a a wide range of of tactics here. I mean, and as you say, taking advantage of social media platforms, one of the things you and your team highlighted here was they'll use a compromised LinkedIn account for communication, for example.
1: Exactly. So yeah, using those legitimate channels uh, is what uh, is helping them unless the organizations are so think of an employee that falls for it. The organization needs to be doing TLS inspection to even get hold of these payloads when they're in transit between, so a Dropbox or an iCloud going to the employee laptop. This is also where, when it goes back to the CNC server, it's the con the the communication is having happening over TLS as well. So all of these, unless you're doing TLS inspection, you will be blind to the payload getting in, the data leaking out the exfiltration of your credentials and information that the malware is able to uh, extract from the victim's machine. You need to have a strategy in place to prevent this. And then additionally, they're selling some of these credentials on
0: underground markets?
1: Exactly. So that that's that's one way they're making money, right? They're, they're selling this to the next level uh, adversaries, which will then make use of these stolen credentials to perform further multi-stage attacks.
0: So what's your estimation here of the sophistication of this actor? Does it seem as though they they have substantial skills? I would
1: say they're definitely moderately skilled. Look at the fact that, uh, I mean, the, the image that we published as part of our research, the fact that they're <laughs> trying to evade, uh, you know, detections from majority of the vendors by leveraging um, you know tools techniques, and procedures that are um that are fairly effective um also the fact that they're i mean we've we've all been talking about since uh, early this year r s a on all hey, generative ai we're going to see more and more malware authors starting to take advantage of it while they 're not directly using chat and bard AI here. Uh, but they're definitely jumping on the hype cycle, right? Where mm. uh, they're leveraging these apps as well to lure victims into installing uh, malicious software.
0: So, what are your recommendations here for folks to best protect themselves?
1: Yeah, and I'm—I'll I'm, probably be kind of repeating myself, but very, very important for organizations to perform TLS inspection. If you were uh, to get hit by a campaign uh, involving ducktail malware uh, the ttps that we just described unless you're doing tls inspection you're basically blind to the payload getting in your environment as well as the c2 activity that will happen um, once you have established persistence number two you need to have proper user to app segmentations of the malware even if it were to download a stage two payload that has lateral propagation uh, embedded in it you're able to contain that blast radius on the end user side, I mean, you have to be. The best advice always is: please be cautious. Just the fact that the payload is hosted on Dropbox or iCloud or Google Drive doesn't mean, you know, it's 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 legitimate. So be cautious. Pay attention to the to the source and how you're getting some of the information. Pick up the phone if you know it's from someone, and you're expecting it, but you're still. Um, you know, feeling fishy about it, pick up the phone and talk to them before you, uh, you take action.
0: Our thanks to Deep and Desai for joining us. The research is titled A Look into Ducktail. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now a word from our sponsor, Netscope. Netscope is a worldwide leader in SASE and zero trust. Its unified platform, Netscope One, provides optimized access and zero trust security for people, devices, and data anywhere they go. The Cyberwire Research Saturday podcast is a production of N2K Networks, proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. This episode was produced by Liz Irvin and senior producer Jennifer Ivan. Our mixer is Elliot Peltzman. Our executive editor is Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Fittner. Thanks for listening.